0: This is Jake Zuckerman here with Lawn Care Radio Network. I'm on the phone recording a podcast right now with Walt Grassel. Walt is the author of Stand Up and Speak Up and the host of the internet radio show of the same name. Walt is here to talk to us today about his latest article, Talent First Determination. The article is all about the traits to look for in a prospective employee before making a hire. How are you today, Walt? I'm doing pretty good, Jake. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So tell me, what sort of things do you look for in a new hire?
1: that I look for in a new hire. One is their determination, their drive to succeed. The second is their self-awareness, their ability to realize their strengths and weaknesses. And another important factor is that they play well with others, that they will be good team members because very rarely
0: do employees work solely by themselves. Okay, and when you're looking through these traits, how do you cut through the fluff of a job interview to really see if someone has those traits you're looking for?
1: Uh, Really, I would open up the interview with the same questions I would ask during a performance development discussion to set the table to calibrate the person. I would ask them, You've been successful to date so far. To what would you attribute your success? And give them a chance to point out what they believe their strengths are. And then I'd say, None of us are perfect. Uh, What do you see as Uh, one or two of your biggest opportunities to improve yourself and if they could demonstrate that they were self-aware and knew they could improve in some areas and that they were strong in other areas, I felt then that they would make a good employee and usually one of the things that would come out in what made them successful was you could see whether or not they were driven to succeed and determined to be successful.
0: Okay, well, you seem to have the formula down. What do you think it is that throws other employers off when they make a bad hire? Are they asking the wrong questions, or are they not reading between the lines and the answers?
1: Um, I think they may not be asking the right questions. They may be looking almost like a black-and-white uh, scenario where they focus maybe on uh, college hire's GPA or what's on the resume, but they don't make an attempt to get to know the person. Um, and then when they make a bad hire, if they do that once or twice, then they start to question their judgment. And I always looked at the hiring process as if I was going to supervise that employee, even if I wasn't, would I be able to coach that employee to get, uh, the best performance and help them grow in their career? And to me, looking at it from a supervisor or manager's perspective really helped me, uh, in that process.
0: So following up on that, to what extent do you follow things like GPA, past experience, et cetera?
1: Um, those, those are important, but I always would look at if, if somebody had a 4.0 but seemed to be a little bit arrogant, felt they knew everything, to me that 4.0 is actually more of a red flag. I'd be a little reticent. I, I preferred uh, employees that were smart maybe in the 3.0 to 3.5, who also were doing a lot of extra activities and who demonstrated that they could play well with others, which showed a lot of versatility. And they weren't dumb, but they were smart, but they also were balanced. And so I didn't strictly go by a 4.0. And we used to have job fairs where there were two extremes. People would rate the 4.0 regardless of the other factors as the highest and others looked more for the team playing and reasonable intelligence, and there was always a split two camps, and I fell into the camp where GPA is important. You want to know that somebody is capable of doing the work, but you also need to balance that because you could have an employee that's difficult to coach, doesn't play well with others, and actually uh, doesn't contribute as much as they look like they might when you look at them on paper.
0: Do you come into an interview with any sort of profile for your ideal candidate, i.e. do you have an age, sex, demeanor, skill set in mind?
1: Um, probably the only thing is that kind of demeanor, the self-awareness. The age, not really. We did look at experience. We either did college hires or we did experience hires. And for some of the positions, it was in an aerospace firm, you needed to have a certain level of experience to perform. But I tried to keep those windows Uh, as wide as possible because you never know. And a smart person can learn. I know when I came out of college, I didn't know what to do in the job, but I learned as I went along. And I was really looking for people who could learn. Any of the other things like how old they are or what their sex is, that shouldn't shouldn't matter. And with the skill set, yeah, if you're looking for somebody to do digital electrical design, you wouldn't hire a mechanical engineer or a structural engineer. So there is a fair set of uh, requirements in terms of skill, but again, I would try and keep that open and uh, leave myself the most flexibility. I know when I hired uh, supervisors, uh, when I became a department manager, the expectation was that I would hire electrical engineers. However, uh, I found some good non-electrical engineers that knew how to coach people in that environment and I added a couple to my team as uh, supervisors and they did an excellent job because they had the people skills and they could uh, and they did the job they didn't they knew what they knew they knew what they didn't know and they didn't try to step out of their, uh, their knowledge base they brought in help so I I think being as flexible as possible when you're looking for uh, candidates will serve you the best in the long run
0: Well there you have it. That was Walt Grassell on Making New Hires. Walt, thank you for taking the time to speak with me.
1: All right, Jake. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: I'm Jake Zuckerman, this is Lawn Care Radio Network. Thank you, Walt.